Hi guys, my name is Alfred Black Olajide and this is The Big Talk. So on today's episode, we are going to be exploring something that I have been thinking about for a very long time. Today we are going to be exploring something that is constant in the life of every individual and every organization. Today we are going to be talking about patterns. Now if you look at every person you know, your parents, your partner, your friends, yourself, your boss, your colleagues, you discover that there's a pattern to their life. There's a system with which they work, there's a way they do things. It might be how they eat, when they eat, it might be how they execute their tasks, it might be how they think about stuff, it might be what they do first, but they are patterns. Patterns are some of the most constant things in any life. For people, sometimes you find patterns in the way people date or in the kind of gatherings they attend or in the kind of people they associate with. For companies, it's in the way they execute their strategy or it's the way they hire or it's the way they raise funds or it's the way they put their messaging out there or it's the way a politician runs his constituency or the people that he governs, a leader, for example. But for every action that people take, you can find it rooted almost all the time in their patterns. Now, patterns can be a good thing and they can be a bad thing. But um, today we're just going to be exploring patterns that can be in our lives, how we spot them, what they generally mean for our life and our outlook on things, how they can work in our favor and how these patterns can sometimes work against us. And we're going to be exploring how to use patterns to the best effect and get the best results. I hope you're ready because the big talk starts right now. So a while ago, I was in a meeting, and I would never forget Tosi and Lebio. I was in that meeting with him, and he was talking to us. It was a gathering of young people, youth, and then he said that your future is not that difficult to predict. All you have to do is look at the way you live your life. And I remember in that moment thinking, okay, what is it about the way you live your life that could predict your future? And he continued, and he said... Think about the last two months of your life and think about what you've done in the last two months. Think about the thing you've done consistently. Think about where you've devoted your energy, where you've devoted your time, where you've devoted your passion. Think about the thing you have done, where you have grown and where you have regressed. Now, all you have to do is pick that two months and multiply it by six. That's the next one year of your life. Now, pick that year and multiply it by 10 that's the next 10 years of your life. So however you have grown, that's the amount of growth you are going to see over the next 10 years. However you have regressed, that's the amount of regression you are going to see over the next 10 years. Whatever it is that you are doing will determine who you are because you are the things that you do. For example, somebody can spend five years in university studying engineering. Then they get out and they get a job that makes them work in the bank. You will not call them an engineer. What you call them is a banker. Somebody who spends all their time going to class, studying, writing exams, and doing things like that. What you call them is a student. Somebody who spends their time 
fighting, training, and being in combat sports. You call them a fighter, somebody who spends time. You get what I mean? So basically, the thing that you do the most is what defines you. Or, if we put it another way, your definition lies in your pattern. And more often than not, your pattern determines the outcome of your life, what you do consistently, how you do it. So it then becomes easy for you to now realize that, okay, yeah, it's not so difficult to predict what's going to happen in somebody's life because somebody is in school and the person is not going to classes, the person is not doing assignments, and the person is not concentrating on anything academic. It is easy to just decipher that this person is most likely going to fail because the pattern is there. The pattern for failure is already there. Also, someone starts a business and they don't stick to the business plan and they hire the wrong staff. They continually hire their friends, whether they are qualified or not. The pattern for crashing the company is already there because you can easily see the outcome from the action. Now, in almost everything we do, whether we like it or not, it may be how we talk, it may be how we walk, it may be how we eat or when we eat or how we interact or the kind of people we choose to interact with. One way or the other, in your life, there's a pattern, right? And one of the major reasons why this whole lockdown period has been difficult for people is that the lockdown has upset a lot of people's patterns. I know that, yes, there are some people who the lockdown has upset their income or it has made them you know, less productive, and that's good and fine. But then there are people like me who work from home. There are people who still work from home, and but they still find this lockdown period very frustrating because there are certain parts of their life, there are certain things that are constant in their life that they're supposed to do that requires them leaving their house to do it. But then the government has said, no, stay at home, and it becomes frustrating. Now, anything that throws off your pattern is usually a problem. It might be a person, it might be an action, it might be a new job, but... It is throwing off people's patterns that leads to that thing that they call an adjustment period. So, if for example, somebody has been single for the last three years and then they are not used to committing to somebody, they are not used to being responsible to somebody and being answerable to someone, and then they get into a relationship, you generally see that there's an adjustment period because sometimes they will still do things like they are single when they are in a relationship or somebody has been jobless for a very long time and they get a job. It's, it, it takes an adjusting period because it jigs their patterns. Now, Patterns manifest themselves in different ways in the lives of different people. But however it is, they either produce very negative results or very positive results. Now, how can a pattern produce positive results? Productivity. So there are certain people who know how to get up every morning and part of their pattern is figuring out a to-do list that aligns with their goals. So they get up in the morning, they figure out what they need to do, and then they go and they do that. Some people, on the other hand, their pattern is procrastinating, but I will get to that. So most people, procrastination is not in their pattern. Their pattern is, okay, right now what needs to be done, and proceeding to do what needs to be done. Now, people who have that kind of pattern often tend to be productive people. Now, it produces productivity. So if every day you get up and you're like, okay, I'm going to work for three hours, take a break for 30 minutes, work for under three hours, take a break for 30 minutes, then work for two hours, and that will be my day. You just discover that people who can sleep into those patterns can be very productive people, or people who have tunnel vision. They can be very, very productive people. Patterns can lead to productivity, deciding that every day I'm going to do this much and this much and this much. You know, they're going to put the tiny drops every day. If you ask fitness people, they'll tell you that you don't achieve, you know, the definition that you're looking for and the level of fitness you're looking for in one day, but it is a collection of consistent working out or living with a healthy pattern. So at the end of the day, if you can find a pattern 
you can be productive. Another positive effect of patterns is relationships. In any kind of relationship, a business relationship, a romantic relationship, a marriage, you being able to set terms for your actions, you being able to do certain things at certain times would help you be committed and it will help you be consistent. So for example, if you have a friend or you have a romantic interest and you guys are building towards a relationship and you know that you set aside time every day to speak to the person, to check up on the person, you set aside time to, you know, to do things with the person, you create a pattern with the person, after a while, it becomes easy, it becomes second nature to you. No, Nobody's saying that you shouldn't do the spur of the moment things and the things that you do on a whim, but even when you don't do those things, there are certain things that are constant that you do, like you know that you're going to call at this time for this long, you're able to block out certain things. Till that romance becomes second nature right now at this point it's important that I mentioned that patterns do not necessarily mean monotony so monotony just means doing the same thing over and over again while patterns mean if there's a course of action that is taken all the time so sometimes it might be date night sometimes it might just be hanging out sometimes it might be calling the person I'm using the romantic thing for example Sometimes it might be work. Sometimes it might be a meeting. Sometimes it might be choosing to think about something. Sometimes it might be a brainstorming session if it is work. But then there are certain courses of actions that you know you will take within certain times and are part of your nature. That is pattern. And the last thing that a pattern does is it creates and builds character. So regardless of how you find yourself, regardless of how you feel, there are certain things that you must do. There are certain things that you will do. Um... Most of my friends call me a workaholic. And maybe all my friends, with the exception of Michelle Ijoma, can call me a workaholic and they'll be correct. Because that baby works more than me. And by the way, if you're a new mom or an expecting mother, you should really check out the Mom Spring Show. I think you really enjoy it and you get some wonderful insights from that show. Now that I'm, I'm done plugging Michelle, as I was saying, um, for me, if there is stuff undone, regardless of how I feel, regardless of what is going on in my life one thing that you can be sure of is I'll get to working I'll get to do it right that's the kind of person I am it's so it's so it's so, it's so serious that everybody that knows me knows that when I cannot work people are not angry rather they are concerned they're like what is up with Alfred like he cannot get work done because it is totally out of character for me the one thing that really actually stops me from working is very very serious illness that's just the kind of person I am. For some other people, it may be football. For some other people, it may be video games. For some people, but there's a pattern that builds character that to a point where whether or not you feel like it, you just have a need or a desire or if it, you get motivation to do it. That's what that's one of the things that patterns create. But on the other hand, patterns can be very, very bad. Now, one of the things that patterns produce, and you will find this a lot in African parents, is resistance to change. So, I've been having conversations with my friends recently about, you know, um, modern technology and how remote working and how we do things in the 21st century and, yeah, dreadlocks. So, you tell your African parents, ideally, that man dreads or not, suits or not, I can easily get a job, but then they will not believe it because the pattern in their time was you go to school, you dress and look responsible and that's when you can get a job. But now, um, we have moved 
in our generation from a more appearance-based system of judging people to a more productivity-based system of judging people. So most startups, most new companies don't really care how you look. They just care that you are great at your job. They were our age. Technology was not as prevalent as it is today. So if you had to go to work, you had to wake up early, get in the car, go to the office, work from the office, close, and then come home. But now you could sit down in your house and you'll be working for a company that is based all the way in Australia. Remote working. They don't understand it. That's why if you tell your parents you're at home and you're working, they will still be sending you to buy pepper. It's because they are resistant to change. And what it kind of leads to is them trying to enforce the way they live their life on their children not necessarily because they think the way their children are doing things is bad but because that's the only way they know how to live it becomes one of those things where they start to tell people that as you mature there are certain characters that you have to drop but it becomes difficult for you to drop those characters because it has become ingrained in you for example the older you get it is just and if you get into maybe a marriage relationship you might not have to spend as much time as you do outside it might be easier for you to not keep late nights it's healthier for you to get home and get some rest but you've been doing that your whole life it becomes very difficult for you to stop doing that and you find yourself doing it way into your 30s into your 40s and into your 50s and i'm not saying that if you like the nightlife it's a bad thing but i'm just saying that getting eight hours of sleep is very very important especially as you age another thing that can be very negative about patterns is they hinder growth because if you have a mediocre lifestyle pattern where you just get by and you've been getting by you might not feel the need to challenge yourself to be excellent at some point the thing that becomes a pattern for you becomes easy to do so some people when they've developed a pattern and it's easy to do they just skate through life and they never challenge themselves now it's very interesting because challenging yourself can be a pattern i know people who they hardly take up jobs or roles or activities that are not challenging so they're always pushing the boundary that is their goal in life that's one of the things that they have grown to become accustomed to they generally push themselves whether it's physically whether it's mentally whether it's emotionally while some other people they just gravitate towards more of a life of comfort and because it's a pattern for them they are okay being where they are they find themselves stuck most time just doing the bare minimum and it hinders growth so it is important that your pattern is aligned towards growth than it is aligned towards you just you know getting by because a lot of people just end up getting by when they can actually be great and probably the most dangerous thing that patterns can do is it can create a nature of reliance that will almost always lead to addiction so you find people who are addicted to whatever today it may be shopping it may be sex, it may be drugs, it may be pornography, it may be um, addicted to being around people, it may be addicted to alcohol. They didn't start out addicted to that drug. They just started out, you know, taking it once in a while. And then it went from once in a while to something that they took every day. It went from every day to being something that they did every evening or every time they were feeling unmotivated or every time they were angry but then you discover that their engagement in certain activities started becoming very predictable like there are people that you know once you see them in a beer parlor you know that they've had a fight with their wife patterns right there are people that the moment you see them trying to buy weed you know that they are probably feeling unmotivated or they have a task at the office that they really cannot get around and then there are some people that they are in the beer parlor every single night there are some people who spend so much money on pornography and they cannot go to sleep without it it's, it's it's very crazy but the patterns become predictable and at some point it 
more or less becomes their life and then all of a sudden they are full-blown addicts that's how it comes it comes from something that you start as a one-off and then you develop a pattern and at some point you are reliant on that pattern to get by because if they remove that pattern from your life it feels like something is empty and before you know it you are classified an addict um, addiction is not always just about feeling sometimes it's about you know the pattern so sometimes you have to spot the pattern the thing that the thing that is making that person reliant on that activity now I want to quickly touch on something that I feel is very interesting about patterns I came to realize that certain patterns emerge over time and they can be multi-generational especially between parents and children it's how if a boy grows up in a family where his dad doesn't respect his mom he's most likely going to grow up not respecting women it's even though he doesn't like it it's just something that he has been exposed to for so long that it becomes second nature to him it's why abusive parents raise violent children it's why doting and stubborn parents sometimes raise docile or irresponsible children it's why certain things that we look at and we are like this can never be me or this is not something I would like, like to do. You grow up as an adult and then you, you start speaking and you hear your mother in yourself or you hear your father. I don't know if there's any adult that that's happened to where you're talking and you like, oh my God, I sound so much like my father right now. Even though you grew up saying that I will never sound like this guy. The reason why that happens is because what you are exposed to over long periods of time becomes normal. I'm going to crack a simple football joke. The first time... I saw Manchester City challenging for the league title. I was like, what, what is happening here? But now I say Manchester City challenging for the league title is normal. I have seen them do it so much that it has become normal. Growing up, that was not normal. But they have done it so much that it has become a pattern that they will be perennial you know, contenders for the title. That's how patterns emerge. And over generations, over time, it now becomes a constant thing. It may be wrong, it may be right, but because you've seen it so much and nobody has ever checked it, then all of a sudden you just discover that you're falling into the same pattern. Now, when you discover that you have all these patterns, whether they are negative or positive, what do you do? How do you stop them from hindering your growth? How do you stop them from making you an addict? How do you stop them from destroying your life? And how then can you use them to your advantage? How can you use it to be a better friend, to be a better boss, to be more productive at work? You need to do four things. From my account, you need to do four things. The first thing you need to do is you need to notice. So you might need to sit down and look at your life and start to discover what your pattern is. And sometimes in order to discover your pattern, you need to talk to people. You need to talk to people around you and tell them, okay, so if you were to describe me, my typical week, what and what will you say I do? What are the things I do the most? What are the things I do that are very annoying? What are the things I do that are very good? What are the things I do consistently? That's when you see people telling you that, man, guy, you smoke a lot. Or guy, you talk a lot. Or guy, you drink a lot. Or guy, you... You don't care about anything other than your job. I've heard that so many times. That's not necessarily true. I care about a lot of things <laughs> other than my job. But basically what I'm saying is people begin to tell you what it is that are the character markers that define you. Those are the things that become your pattern. And then you look at your activities over the last maybe two months. It will help to not look at the last two weeks because I know if you're in Abuja or you're in Lagos or you're in Logan State, you've probably been locked down. So it's been slightly different. Even if you're in other states, you've probably... Been. Your, your pattern has been shifted a little but look at the, maybe the three weeks before that and see the things you did then you begin to notice a pattern emerge when you wake up when you sleep as much as for example someone like me i don't need an alarm clock whatever it is between the hours of 4 30 and 5 a.m i'm always up pattern 
I used to use an alarm before, but now my body's kind of used to it, right? When you sleep, when you start feeling sleepy, when you produce the best, when you enjoy working, when you actually hate it, just look at your life, the shows you like, the kind of people you interacted with, the kind of people you enjoyed interacting with, and you just see a pattern begin to emerge. When you notice that pattern, you start to figure out the parts of the pattern that are good, that make you a better person, and the parts of the pattern that are bad. Now, for the parts of the pattern that are good, all you have to do is now enhance. Do you understand? Just multiply it. Just make sure that you now make it more routine. So if, okay, you really enjoy working between the hours of 11 a.m. and 3 a.m., you feel like you do your best work then, then always make sure that between the hours of 11 and 3 a.m., you are doing productive work. Or 11 a.m. and 3 p.m., you are doing work. Make sure you are doing productive work. If it is between 7 p.m. and midnight, just make sure that the times when you are most productive, you discover the pattern, just make sure you are doing productive work then so that you can see at other times. And then for the things that are going to destroy you, like the things you notice that you are probably tending towards reliance on or the things that are making you a terrible person, all you have to do is begin to replace them. Now begin to look at, okay, this is what I do at this time. So maybe let's say the way you cope with anger is by, you know, venting or by taking excessive amounts of alcohol or by taking drugs. When you're angry, try something else. When you notice the trigger for that action, try something else. So if maybe your the negative thing is you are very insolent, so you always look to insult, try something else. Maybe try keeping quiet or try cracking jokes, but just replace it with something else. Consciously continue. Every time you get to that part of you that the pattern that you don't like shows up, do something else. Consciously do something else. And when you do that, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be doing the fourth thing, which is developing new character. So the four things you need to do is notice, notice the patterns, enhance the good sides, replace the bad sides, and develop successful intentional patterns. So you want to be a high achiever. There's a pattern for high achievers. There's a way you should operate to be a high achiever. It must not be the way another person operates, but there are things that you do that produce very good results. Now, Structure those into a pattern. Develop a pattern of high achieving. You want to be a good singer? Develop a pattern for a good singer. You want to be a good husband? Develop a pattern around the kind of results you want to have. And the moment you develop the kind of pattern you need, success becomes inevitable. I'll close by saying this. Very few things in life are actually really, really random. Productivity, success, and all the good things are results of planned, dedicated, and committed action. All kinds of success are products of productive patterns. Develop a productive pattern today and you'll be good. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. I hope you've gotten something that you're going to take and enhance your life and become a better person. As usual, it's at B-L-A-Q-O-L-A-G-I-D-E on all social networks. Please reach out to me, ask your questions, give me suggestions on things you think we could talk about on the Big Talk. I'll be very, very happy to hear from you. Um, I hope you're making the best use of your time in isolation or your time, you know, on lockdown. Just make sure that you are working out your body, working out your mind, working out your salvation, and trying as much as possible to become a better person. And also, spend as much quality time as you can with your family, you understand? And remember, um, it's very, very frustrating 
to stay in a locked house but it is a lot more frustrating for your family members if you are dead so please as much as possible stay safe stay clean wash your hands and we'll get through this remember for whatever life throws at you you've got this god bless you